Zok Tehele Gigimaya, the bottom of Chesamad Beis Tanan Hosom. The Mishnah says in Meseches Demai. Bez Hashem, we, we, we learned the Mesechta for those that learn the Mishnahis, and for those that don't learn the Mishnahis, it's also Meseches Demai. The Mishnah says like this Hanach Tumim, the bakers, Loichivu Oison Chachomim Lahafrish, Ela Trumas Maiser Vechalo. So the Allah is a baker, when a, a baker takes flour, and he makes bread out of it. So what does he have to be mafresh? Usually, when a person is mafresh in Eretz Yisrael, you have to take truma, you have to take maiser, rishin, you have to take maiser sheni, you have to take maiser ani or maiser sheni, depending on which year it is, and you have to take challah, a baker. But the Allah is the bakers that buy from the Amaharatsim, a person buys from an Amaharats, the Amaharatsim only took Shema Gedele. They did not take Maeser Rishen, they did not take Maeser Sheni. So really, a Nachtim that buys his Tvua from an Amaharats, he should have to take off Truma, he, Truma he doesn't have to take off because um, uh, Amaharats and take off Truma. But he, has, he should have to take off Maeser Rishen, he has to take off Maeser Sheni, but the Mishnah says no. The, the Chacham were only Mechai of the bakers to be mafish Trumas Maeser. Trumas Maeser is 10% of Maeser Rishen, which goes to the Kayin. It's called Trumas Maeser. So they, they take off Maeser Rishen, and then they take off 10% of Maeser Rishen, and they give it to the Kayin, and the rest of the Maeser Rishen they can keep for themselves. The bakers we're talking about. So a baker goes to Yankul Amoyetz, and he buys a huge bundle, huge wagon full of Tvuah. Then he brings it home. So what does he have to imafrish before he sells his rolls? So Allah is he has to imafrish only Trumas Maeser, meaning he takes off Maeserishin, he takes off 10% of Maeserishin, which is basically one hundredth of what he bought from Yankel, and then he gives that to the Kayan, the Chala, and he has to take off Chala, which for a baker, Chala is one forty-eighth of what he is, uh, of what he's baking. That's the only thing he doesn't have to take off, and the Gemara explains why. He doesn't have a take of Truma Gedaila, regular Truma. Titania, the Bryce says, Lefisha Shebeza Shem, we are going to learn. We are going to know Mesachas Saita in Yerushalayim Yerakadesh. This is the second time we had Mesachas Saita. What does Mesachas Saita have to do with Sphere Saimir? Mesachas Saita has 49 blood. Actually, it doesn't really. It has 48 blood. But I go upon him, one of them and hug him to learn. There's two Mesachas that they learn. And for those that want to learn a Mesachta, usually try to learn a Mesachta before the Yamtiv. So there's two Mesachas. That they learned before Shvuis. One of them is Mesecha Shvuis, which also has 49, really 48 blot, because it starts in the base, 48 blot, or Mesecha Saita, which also has 48 blot, and Mesecha Shvuis has a Shaykhis, because Shvuis is about a Shvuah, and Matantaya is about a Shvuah. Mushpa Vayman Merasinai. But Saita, what does it have to do with Matantaya? And the answer is because when a person has a shah, person Achmanslad is busy with Shtusim, it's like a Saita. Taira for a person is like a wife. The Chazal say Taira is compared to an Isha, a person that's busy with all other Shtusim and he forgets about his real wife. Taira, that's the concept of Saita. So, Mel, that's when we turn the, the trip from Pesach to Shvuis is a Mesecha Saita, the Kachips of Hashem. We already had it twice. But anyway, the, the Gemara says, the Mishnah says, in Mesecha Saita, the Yoichanan Kayin Gadel, Shalach Bechal Gvul Yisrael, he sent a message to the whole Gvul, to, to whole, everyone that lived in Klai Yisrael. He saw that all the Amiratsim only took off Chuma Gedela. So Mela, he was, he was Geyser, the concept called Demai, that when you buy something from an Amaretz, you have to take Maeser Rishen and Maeser Shani. But Truma, you don't have to take because even the Amiratsim know that you got to take Truma. So Truma Gedela, everybody takes. So now, so that's why the, uh, the uh, baker does not have to take Chuma Gedele. Maeser Rishen, who Maeser Aninamilai. 
Why doesn't he have to take off Maiserishin, which goes to the Levi, and Maiserani, which goes to the Ani? Why doesn't he have to take it off? Because you tell the Ani, prove, or you tell the Levi, prove to me that the, that the Amharids didn't take off Maiser, and then I'll take off Maiser. So there's no Kedusha in Maiserishin, and there's no Kedusha in Maiserani. It's just a monetary discussion. So we have a concept when it comes to Mominus. And Amela, you don't have to take it off. You could say, bring me a Raya and your potter. So that's my Shurishan Mesa Shani. Ella that's my Shurishan Mesa Ani. Ella Mesa Shani, Mesa Shani, we learn, has to go to Yushalayim. How could they not be Mafish Mesa Shani? Nifisho, they should be Mafish. They should have to bring a Mesa Shani to Yushalayim. And it'll be very difficult. Guy's a big bakery and he brings in a lot of wheat. He would have to schlep Mesa Shani to Yushalayim. It's a big pain in the neck. But the Mesa, why would Chazal pat you that you don't have to take up to Yushalayim? Amarula, this is how it comes in. What does that have to do with Masechah Zuma? This is how it comes in the Masechah Zuma. Amarula mitaych sheparhedrin halalu. Because these parhedrin, which are the appointees of the king, because they're chayif to Neisad, kal yud beis chaydish, they hit these guys every 12 months, because these people were reappointed, like we said yesterday. They were reappointed every 12 months. So every guy that comes in, he has to be the one. He's going to make huge changes. He's going to turn the whole government upside down, right? That's the way it works. It's not only something that happens today, it happened then also. The new guy that comes in, he's going to change everything. Everything's going to be wonderful. So Mela, the prayer didn't come in, so they want to lower the prices. So they hit, the, they hit these Nachtaimim uh, Nebuch, and they tell them, they force them to sell cheap. They want to lower the prices. So the new guy comes in, he wants to lower food prices. And Amela, he, uh, he, he, he forces them, Mechur Bezel, Mechur Bezel. And Lamai said, therefore, Loyat Rechinu, Rabbanan, therefore, the Rabbanan, were not Matriach, the bakers, to take off Maiser Shani. They were Saimich, that Chazal say a Klau, Roiv Amiharetz Amaaser. Most Amiharetz Amaaser, it's a Chumrah that Chazal made up this din of Demai. It's a Chumrah. Mikra Adin, Roiv Amiharetz Amaaser. Mela, were Mekel for these people. And because they have to, they, they lose, they don't make, so there's not so much gain. They don't get such a markup on what they sell, and therefore they're allowed to uh, sell uh, cheaper. They're, they don't have to take off my sushani. That's the Khajbin. And the Gemara says, uh, my Parhadrin, Pursi, Pursi are the uh, people that the king appoints. Now think about that for a second. The guy knows he's gone in 12 months, and he comes in, he's going to make a huge change. What's the pshat? Why does that person do? We're sure going to enjoy, enjoy your position, wait to make everyone crazy. No one's going to remember you because next year it's going to be somebody else, right? So you say the same thing about the president. When the president's the president, he's like it. And then four years later, or eight years later, he's out. And then everyone forgets about him. So and a guy, Mamish, is mice and efforts against 11 for it. What's the pshat? We do the same thing. A guy spends his life for S-T-U-P-I-D things. Why? Things that are not going to last. He knows they're not going to last, but he gets caught up in the emotion of the moment. And Amela, he's willing to make himself crazy for something silly, which is not going to last that long. That you see in this Gemara. This guy's in charge. He's king for a day. He's king for 12 months, and he's out. Last guy was out. Two guys ago was out. He's not lasting more than 12 months. But he comes in. He's going to bring hope and change. He's going to turn the whole country over and make a Mario de Kazakh. That's what you see from this story of these Parhedrin. Mario de Kazakh, these guys were in and out, but they're going to come in. They're going to make their mark. They're going to have a legacy. The real legacy is a person's Messias Nefesh for Torah and Mitzvahs. That's your legacy. Everything else is a hoax. Everything else is Shtosim. Oh my... 
Rabbi, I was talking to somebody yesterday. I said, money makes you happy. Right? Everybody thinks money makes you happy. He says, nobody thinks money makes you happy. He said, everybody thinks money makes you happy or else they wouldn't try to make money. Everybody thinks money makes you happy, right? So if I would make a million dollars, if I would make, every person has different hasakas, if I would make $100,000, then I would be happy, right? The problem is I know plenty of people that have $100,000 and they're not any happier than me. So let's figure, it doesn't make sense. If, if, I, if I get $100,000, I'm going to be happy. Then why all the other guys that have $100,000 are not happy? They're not happier than me at least, and you could say the same thing if you want to make a million dollars or ten million dollars. Tarot says, the Eitzahara fools you and says, you're going to be happy if you're a millionaire. I, everybody else that's a millionaire is not happy, and you know that they're not happy, but the tithe, we, you know, don't worry, you'll be happy if you make a million dollars. That's what the Eitzahara fools a person. Parhadrin fool themselves, and they think they're there for 12 months, and Mavish, they're going to turn over the world. Don't get caught up in the moment. Realize what the real legacy is. And the Gemara says, Amor the Kazakh. Listen to this. What does the Pasuk mean? Yures Hashem Taisif Yama. A person that is Yeres Shemayim will live long. And the years of the Rishayim will be cut short. What is that referring to? Yeras Hashem Taisif Yamim Zem Mikdash Rishay. The base the first base of Mikdash Shahamad Arba Meis Eser Shanim. It stood for four hundred and ten years. That's how long the base of Mikdash was. Felai Shim Shubai Ella. So the guy in Gersa, remember we used to do that? Ella Shneim Aser Kayanim Gedalim. There were only twelve Kayanim Gedalim throughout the entire first base of Mikdash. Four hundred and ten years. There were only twelve. Kayanim Gedalim that existed in the first base of Mikdash. That's Yiras Hashem Taisif Yom. Ushnois Risham Tiktarna. What does it mean that a Rasha is years are cut short? Zem Mikdasheni. Shahamad Mur. Arba Meis Vasim Shana. 420 years. The second base of Mikdash Tod. Vishim Shuba Yaiser Mishalish Meis Kayanim. There are more than 300 Kayanim. Gedalim we're talking about in the base second base of Mikdash. It's interesting, he doesn't call them Gedalim. But Agabam, there's more than 300 Kayanim Gedalim in the second base of Mikdash. And the Gemara makes a Maradik Gechashman. Say Mehem Mem Shana for 40 years. Shashim is Shimon Atalik. Shimon Atalik was the last one, the last Kayanim Gedalim. He served for 40 years. Ushmainim in 80 years. Shashim is Yechanan Kengadal. We just brought him on the top of the Yaman. Shashalab Chogvulisal. That was Yechanan Kengadal. He was Mishamish in the second base of Mikdash. Actually, Chazal say that he became a Tztuki. Interesting story. We'll learn about it, Pez Hashem. But him, he served for 80 years. Yechanan Kengadal. Eser. Shashimish Yishmal ben Piyabi, we had him in Mesechas Yuma. Yishmal ben Piyabi served for 10 years. Shashimish Abelazah ben Kharsim. Abelazah ben Kharsim was a very big veer. He was a Kayingadal for 11 years. If you make the Cheshbin, 11 plus 10 plus 40 plus 80. Mikan ve'elech tseva chashay. Calculate it. Kalechad ve'echad le'haytzi shnasay. Every Kayingadal died in the year. There was no Kayingadal that lived more than 12 months in the, in the, base, the second base to make this besides these kind of G'daylam. Why? Because Shnais Rishayim take Tzarna. That's the Gemara says. Amari de Kazakh. Why was Shiloh destroyed? We're almost finished Sefer Shaiftim. We're starting Sefer Shmuel, Hashem. For those that are learning Nach for Life, and for those that are not learning Nach for Life, it's also in Sefer Shmuel. But in Sefer Shmuel, we're going to learn about 
a Shiloh. And Shiloh was the one of the main places that the Mishkan was. And in Shiloh was destroyed in the days of Eli. And the Gemara explains why was it destroyed. They had two problems in Shiloh. There was Nus and there was Bezayin Kachim. Where was that? Eli got very old. And he heard. He heard what his sons were doing to Klaiyisrael. Which literally means they are mezana with the women that were Pesach Hayalmaid. That's the Gemara. That was the Pashib Shad in the Pasuk. Even though we learn in Mesech Shabbos, anyone that says that Bnei Eli were really Chayte is a mistake. They were not Chayte. What did they do? Since they they kept the Kinem, they didn't. Oh, Isha comes with her can with her with her birds to be able to be tahar, and they didn't. They were lazy. They were a of it right away. So the ladies had to wait around till they were a of the king, and they couldn't go home. So since they were considers it as if they were actually sheikh of these women because they stared their shalom bias, and therefore it was considered as nus, and therefore the the Mishkan Shile was destroyed because of the Bnei Eli. They caused Mishkan Shile to be destroyed there of Number one, it's nuts. Number two, bezayin kachim dechsev kam b'tarim yaktir nesa chelav. Before they are marked to the chelav on the bezbeach, the halach is you have to first be marked of the chelav, and then you can eat the basar. So ba nar hakayin. So before they are marked to the chelav, the nar, the young guy, the kayin used to come. Va'amar leishas eviachi would tell the person that's shechting to not basar litzlois lekayin. Give us meat. I don't have patience to wait till it gets cooked. I want to take it when it's raw. So the person responded, You today, let's be, let's let, let them be marked to the And take whatever you want, but first, let them be marked to the chalev. He responded, no. I want you to give it to me now. If not, I'm going to force you to give it to me. It was a tremendous chet that the Na'arim did his opsukim. The Anashim made it a terrible uh, uh, anger. Made Gatri Benishlam very angry on the Mincha of their Benishlam. It was a terrible Bazayan Kachim. That's why Mishkan Shile was destroyed, because of these two Avers. That's Mishkan Shile. That was the first uh, official place that the, that, the, that the Mishkan came. After the Mishkan, it went, when it went into Yitzhak, the first settling place was in Shilai, and that was destroyed because of, because of Gilearias and Shri Chazdam. Why was the first piece of Mikdash destroyed? Because they had three Averis in the first piece of Mikdash. We know this. The bed is too small to hold more than it's supposed to hold. And the Gemara explains. My kotzer hamatzah mehistareya, om rabbeinu son kotzer matzozeh mehistareya lov shneirim keechad. This bed cannot have two two people at once. Meaning Menashe brought in a, a uh, 
tzelem into the heichal. So you had kaviyachal shalom, and you also had a tzelem. So it was like a tsar, there was like a problem in the marriage over there. There was an extra person in the house. But Amela, that's referring to, that's this pasuk is referring to the Yavai desire that was brought in. That was the chet that caused the chorim beis hamikdash. The pasuk says, "Vehamasecha tsara kihiskanes." Um, the oh, so what does it mean? Vehamasecha tsara kihiskanes. What does that pasuk mean? Am Reb Shmuel Nachmani kimati Reb Yehonasan lahaykra bachi. When Reb Yehonasan reached this pasuk, that the masecha is a tsara to the rabbeinu shalom kihiskanes. He's going to dash that pasuk in a minute. He cried. Amr, he said like this: "Mander sevbe kainis." Kaneid mehayam. We say this in Davening. Everybody knows what the translation of this pasuk is. Kaines kaneid mehayam. The Benishlam gathers together like a nade, like a pillar, like a of, either a nade is either a wall or a nade is a, something a, a container. But the point is, he, he gathers the water together like a wall. The Benishlam holds the wall, water together, which is a tremendous feat. The Benishlam does that. Someone that the pasuk says. That's he's dashing the word kihiskanes. Someone that the pasuk says kainis kaneid mehayam nasus loy masechot tsara. He becomes a tsara when someone makes a masechot. Does it make sense that the rebbeinu who's so powerful should be bothered by a masechot? That's why Biyachanan used to get very nispoil. Biyachanan used to get very nispoil when he saw this pasuk. But what he gets on his ball about? What's the pshat? The pshat is that the rebbeinu shalom cares. What we do. And you're right, even though it doesn't make any sense, really, that it should bother Banisham at the Masecha. Banisham doesn't care about the Masecha. The Banisham cares about you. If a person, Rahman al leaves their Banisham, that's what bothers Akadish Baruch. Their Banisham cares, it makes a difference. If you get up or you don't get up, Akadish Baruch cares. It's not like there's a million people who cares. I'll go back to sleep, nothing will make a difference. It's not true. It does make a difference. And that's what the Gemara is saying, that even a Masecha, which is something silly, bothers their because Klai Sol's busy with it and that bothered their Rabbani Shalom. That's Avay Dezar. Ki le'arayas t'chsev v'yemir Hashem. The Rabbani Shalom said, Yan ki gav hu Since the B'nai Tzion were very haughty, v'atelachnan at two years garin, they walked with their nose in the air. U'mishakre senayim. Rashi says they used to put makeup in their eyes. Halach v'tafayf teilachna. They walked halach v'tafayf. What does that mean? The Gemara explains in a minute. Uveragleim teachasna, and they made they angered the Rebbeinu Shlom with their feet. And the Gemara explains. Yan ki gavu benayis tziyin shayim ahalchais arucha bitzad kitzara. They used to walk a tall woman next to a short woman to attract attention. The sneers has nothing to do with the way you dress. Sneers has everything to do with attracting attention. So this sounds like pretty popular what people do today. When a woman walks in the street and attracts attention, anything that she does that attracts attention is a lack of sneers, regardless how long her skirt is. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being a tsunami, I mean, not attracting attention over here. What they do, they just walk tall in the one next to a short one. Terrence says, they're attracting attention. And the male is yelling on the phone or whatever. Is it a, pers- a lady walks in the street and attracts attention? That is a tsnius problem. And we're going to see in a minute an amazing thing. What does that mean? They walked with their nose in the air. Grace of knackers. Maybe we could relate to that too. That's also a lack of tznias. They used to fill their eyes with kaycha, with uh, 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 makeup. Halach, makeup is not for the street. Makeup is for the house. Halach, v'tafa, v'telachna. They, uh, let's get line. 
No. No, halach with type of telachna, sheimahalchais, ekev b'tzad gaidel. They used to walk slowly and surely, also to attract attention. Ekev b'tzad gaidel means the the uh, the heel next to the thumb of the foot, meaning very slow and sure, walking again to attract attention. Over agloyam teyachasna. What does it mean? They angered the Yerbanishlam with their feet. They would bring different kinds of perfume. They put in their shoes. When they would reach the Bachurim, they would kick in the ground. They would spray on them. They would be them to the Yitzhahara. Because, like an heiress, like, a, like poison in a snake. Why is it compared to a snake? Because when a person looks at what he's not supposed to be looking at, he's poisoning himself. It's like a snake. You don't think that, but you don't realize what the snake is doing to you. It's a heart of the snake. It's mamish like venom from a snake. But the Pazik doesn't say. Then we move on to Shvi Chazdam. Pazik doesn't say they were actually Mizana. So where's the Gilead arrives? Pazik doesn't say they were Mizana. Terrence, so there's two Pshatim. Either, huh? I'm sorry, there is. Either this was enough, doing this was considered enough. So when a lady walks in Gormaglad and you smell her from six, six things away, that's the Gemara is talking about. That's called Zgilei Rice, that the base of Mikdash was destroyed for that. That's a Chazal say. And that's one shot. Or maybe a Taki came to Znus. But for some reason, the Torah doesn't feel a need to say that. And the point is, this itself is enough to be considered Gilei Rice. Enough to destroy the first base Hamikdash. They were tzaddikim. Think what we said before. Yiras Hashem. But Lamaise got destroyed. Why? Because of things that we would say today. Eh, big deal, big deal. That's why the base Hamikdash was destroyed. Because of these things. Not that. That's the Gilearias of the first base Hamikdash. An amazing gemara. Shvichas damim. What was shvichas damim? The chiv. The gam dom naki shofach menashe harbe ma'ed. This is one of the most amazing things, which is very hard, difficult to understand. Menashe was a Russia, and he did have a desire, but Chazal say he killed people, which is an amazing thing. It's not a Yiddish thing to do. It's not randomly to kill people, but Menashe was a Ritzach, and he killed people till he filled Yerushalayim with blood, and that was Shvi Chazdamim that took place in the first Pesach Mikdash. That was the first Pesach Mikdash. In the second base, they were learning Torah. They were Isaac and Mitzvahs. They did a lot of chesed. Why was it destroyed? Because they had Sinaschinam is equal to the three Averas of a desire. Sinaschinam is such a serious thing. So the reason for Sinaschinam being such a serious thing is because Sinaschinam tears apart Kla Yisrael. What does it mean? Sinaschinam. Right? You never you don't hit anybody for no reason. You hit a guy for a reason. He parked in your driveway. He's annoying when he comes. He drives in the street like a Mishigana. There's a good reason why you hate him. That's called Chinam. It's not enough of a reason to hate him. If your brother drove like that, you would not say it. But when somebody else from a different kind of member in Kleisrol drives like that or does something that you don't like, you hate him. That's Sinas Chinam. Sinas Chinam means it's not it's not enough. To be able to hate a person like that. If you would picture him, anytime you ha- you're angry at somebody, picture if he would be your brother, and your brother would do the same thing. See if you'd still be angry at him. So maybe it's not Sinaschinim. If it's different, it's not Sinaschinim. But if most, most scenarios, if your brother did it, you would not hate him for it. And the reason why you hate him is because you don't look at him like your brother, because he looks different than you. And Amelia, you have to realize that we're. 
Call Yisrael v'neimer. Amen. We say in davening. We just said it, and that's in aschidam, and that rips apart Klai Yisrael. But it's argued the rise is azach. But sin aschidam tears apart Klai Yisrael, and therefore it's shakal kenega these three averes. And then the Gemara says adaver pelamayit rishayim hayu. They were rishayim ella shetalo betchaynam beakadish baruchu. They were rishayim. But they had betachin in the Rabbi Nishlam. And the Gemara says an amazing thing. Asan le Mikdash Rishon. That's referring to the first base of Mikdash. Dechsev Rosheha b'Shoichad Yishpoitu. Their their heads used to the, the Roshim of Klai Yisrael used to paskin with Shoichad with bribery. The Kayanel b'Mechir Yoyer. The Kayanim, the Paiskim. They're the Kayanim with the Paiskim. They would paskin based on how much money they got paid. Unaviyah b'Kesef Yikseim. When the Neviim would say Nevuah based and how much money they were paid. They would still rely on their Rabbi Nishlam and they would say, The Rabbi Nishlam is amongst us. We will not, nothing bad will come to us. So they had betachin in their Rabbi Nishlam. Since they had betachin, Their Rabbi Nishlam brought three gzeris on Kalaisal. The three averis that they did, either the three Averis are the Gilaraisa by the Zar and Shvichas Damim, or these three that we just listed Rashab, Beshechad, Yishpaitu, Vikayanab, and Mechir Yayu, Unaviyab, Bekesif, Yksaymo, they really connected to each other. But Akapanim, the three Averis that they did, the Ubanishan brought three Xeris, Shinem Elochain, Beglalchem, Tsiyain, Sadatechoresh, Tsiyain is the like the capital part of Yushalayim, Vyushalayim, that will be like a Sada, it will be plowed like a Sada, Vyushalayim, Ian Tia, and Yushalayim will be desolate. For Harabayas and the Harabayas, Labamis Yara, the place of the base of Mikdash means will, is, will also be empty. So these three Xeris came because of the three Averis, and that's it. Then they went back to normal, everything went back to normal, and the Lamdas is because if a person doesn't have Eira, but he has Betachin, it means he's still connected to the Benishlam. When a person has Betachin, the Benishlam is connected to Benishlam, and you're right, he doesn't have Eira, he has to get punished for the Avera. So Benishlam gave him three specific punishments to punish them. But the person was not Agifrecht. We didn't, we didn't frag up the whole Klai, so I'm going to see it more in a minute. I'm going to emphasize it in a minute. True. That means even if a person has betachem be but there are places of nisayin. That happens everything in life. Person thinks, listen, I fell here, I should fall there. Everyone has their makom nisayin, but everyone, but generally speaking, they were living, they live, they believe that their benisham was with them. You're right. Any a person has any there is a lack of betachem, but you know there's different nisayinus. Not everyone's perfect, but that was the point. Generally speaking, they lived with betachem. And you see an interesting thing that Sineschinam and Betachem don't work together because the Gemara is making an emphasis that Mikdashani had Sineschinam, Mikdashrishan did not have Sineschinam. Why? Because they live with Betachem. Most Sineschinam comes because a person doesn't believe, doesn't feel the Rabbi Shalom's existence in his life. There's a Pasuk says, the, the Pasuk describes what went on by in Klai. Therefore, 
hit your yarich, which is a way of wailing, which is a way of demonstrating uh, pain. And the Gemara explains, what's that pasuk referring to? They eat and they drink with each other. And they stab each other with the, with, the, with the swords in their tongues. It sounds like what goes on today. A bunch of guys sitting together and they sharf each other out. They hack each other. And the Gemara is saying that's a terrible thing because really we won't admit it, but people feel bad. So the Gemara says, that is a manifestation of sin aschinim. So what do you see? You see the word sin aschinim. So Yisrael Havai. That was specifically the Nesiyim. Tichsev zak v'hilo ben Adam kihi haisa ba'ami. That this was Be'ami, and the Gemara, you should cry over the Averis the Klaisal is doing, and the Gemara explains, Vitanya Zak, Vihilel, Ben Adam, you should cry out, Yachalachal, you would think for everyone in Klaisal, Tamalimer, Hibachal Nasir Yisrael. The Pasuk says it was specifically the Nasim. So that would be a Taretz also to Elchan and Shaila. The people that pass in with bribery were the leaders in Klaisal, and they taka hats in Aschinim. They taka did not have the proper level of Betachan. But the regular people in Klaisal were taka on a better level and they talk a little bit the Gemara says an amazing thing so we have two Mikdashes we have one that they had and the second one they had and they did not have the same level of and the Gemara explains the first base of Mikdash that their Aver was clear was in the open the end was also clear, meaning they had three clear Averis, their end, the end of the Golos was also clear, 70 years, and that's it. But the Achreinim at the Aver wasn't so clear. The end is not clear. And again, the Lundus is the same. If a guy does an Aver, he could do Tshuva on it. But if the Aver is inside, it's very difficult to identify. At a male, the person does not do Tshuva. At a male, we're still sitting in Golos. And the Gemara says an amazing thing. Uh, the fingernail of the Shavishayim, the fingernail of the Rishayim are better than the stomach of the Achrayim. It's a marshal. The fingernail, which is a very small part of the body, is better than the than the stomach of the Achrayim, meaning the Rishayim, who had Betachin, even though they did terrible Averis. So to us, it looks like they were, tzipa, they were very small. They did terrible Averis. No, no. They were greater than the Achrayim. The Achrayim had big stomachs. They learned Taya. They did mitzvahs. They were much greater. No, no. They, they Rishayim were better. The Vilna Gain says an amazing shot over here. He says that's why there's different Averis that are treif. You could have an Avera that has yeah, get different animals that are treif. Some animals are treif inside. One animal is a chazir. A chazir has split hooves, but inside he's treif. And the, all the other animals that are listed, the three other animals, are, don't, ha, don't have split hooves, but inside they're kosher. And the guy says, his, his miram is that the split hooves and the stomach, repl- re, the stomach represents inner uh, chesreinus inside. When an animal doesn't chew its cud, it represents that it has chesreinus inside. When an animal doesn't have split hooves, which is on the outside, that demonstrates that he has an outside chesreinus. Zakti tziparnan, zakti the the uh, the uh, the uh, 
behemoths that have split hooves that don't, I'm sorry, don't have split hooves, but inside they're, tr- they're, they're, they're kosher like a camel. It doesn't have split hooves, but inside he's kosher. His stomach, which is inside, is better than the tziparnan, than the fingernails of the chazer, which looks like, oh, the chazer is such a kosher animal. He has fingernails. It's better kreisan, shall we, shall, it's better tziparnan, meaning the fingernails of the Trefat of the gummo, which is not split, is better than the Kreson of the Chazer, which to us it looks like the Chazer is so kosher. He's not kosher. His stomach is messed up. And that's why the Chazer is the epitome of a Spitz Tamidic animal, because he's Tamay inside. And the other animals are also Tamay, but they're Tamay outside. It's a whole different thing. That's what the Vonda explains. Tiskamar Remes, Tsipornan, and Kreson, one split hooves, and one is the stomach of the person. The Oh, Adam's day, but that's where we're still in Gullus. We're still in Gullus because, like, we're the Kraysim Shalachainim, because Adam is compared to a Chazir, and we're still in Gullus Adam because that was the Chet of Adam. That in, they look all nice, they're liberals, they do everything for the world, but they're really not. Zati Gemara, Amalai Reish Lakish, Setz Rabbi Echanan said, Amalai Reish Lakish, Adar Abba, Achroinim Adifi, Afagav Deikat Shibad Malchias, Kaaski B'Tayra, even though they have Shibad Malchias, they still learn Tayra, so they're better than the Rishonim, they learn more Tayra. Amalai, Bira Techiach, I'll prove it to you from the base of Mikdash, Shechazel Rishonim, Velechazel Achroinim, the earlier generations, the first base of Mikdash came back, but the second base of Mikdash, still didn't come back, so obviously, even though it looks like people are learning Tayra, but Lamaisa, they have to be misakin there inside, so to speak. They have to misakin sinas chinam. And what's the yisoy? The yisoy that there is they're not learning Torah properly. When a person learns Torah properly, he doesn't have sinas chinam. The Vilna Gaon says when a person learns Torah, it's misakin his midas, and he will not have these bad midas that the Gemara talks about. So to Gemara, Amr Abelazar. They asked the which one are better, the first base of Mikdash or the second base of Mikdash? Look at the base of Mikdash since when it came back, and you'll see that it came back for the first people and now for the second people. Another shot, Amalehem, he said, Your Eidos is from the base of Mikdash, meaning look at the base of Mikdash, and you'll see that it didn't come back for the Achreinim. Amara Diki Gemara, the Gemara says, Amara Diki's story. Who is Reish Lakish? Reish Lakish was a robber, right? He was a bandit, and then he did Shuva. Look at this Gemara, Amara Diki Gemara. Reish Lakish have a sachi biyadina. Reish Lakish was swimming in the yardin. Asir Yabar Bechana, Rabar Bechana came, Yahav Layada, he gave him his hand to help him come out. Amalei Reish Lakish told him, Elaka Sanina Lechu, the Rabbani Shalom hates you. Rabar Bechana came from Bavel, and he said, the Rabbani Shalom hates you, hates the people in Bavel. Why? The Pasuk says, Im if Klai's holds like a wall, Nivna Allah Tiras Kasef will be able to build silver on it. Vim Delasi, if Klaisol's flimsy like a door, Allah Luach Arez. We're only going to be able to put cedar, which is wood, which is cheaper. I think more explains what the Pasuk is referring to. If Klaisol was like a Chaima, solid, and everyone would have came up when Ezra came up to the second base of Mikdash, everyone would have came up, if you would be compared to Kesef, Shein Rock of Shailud, by Kesef does not get eaten up by worms, doesn't get eaten up, it lasts forever. 
Now, like Klaus came up like doors. Some came up, some didn't come up. Not everyone came up for the second base. A lot of Klaus was still staying in Bavel. You're like a cedar. That, that, that it could be eaten up by the worms. My eras, what does it mean that cedar gets eaten up by the worms? Amar Ula Sasamgar, it's referring to Sasamgar, my Sasamgar, um, what's a kind of worm? My Sasamgar, what's the mushal to a worm? Amar of Baskal, it's referring to Abaskal, meaning they didn't have the full level of Shechina in Bayez Shani, they only had Abaskal, Kedetanya. Mishemesu Nevi'im Ha'achreinim, Chagai Zechayim Malachi, when the last Nevi'im were Nifter, Chagai Zechayim Malachi, they were the end of the first base of Mikdash, when they were Nifter, Nistalka, Ruach HaKadosh Mishrael, Ruach HaKadosh left Klaisel, they had Dayin, Hayu Mishtam Shemabasko, but they still had a Basko. They had Baskos in the second base of Mikdash. This is what Reish Lakish told Rabbi Babachana. He said, You came from Babel, the Yubanishlam hates you because if you would have come up to Yisrael like everybody, with everybody else, the, we, we would have Shechina in the Bayez Shani. This is the story. The Gemara asks the Kasha. For Eishlakish, me mishtai, behad Rabbi Bachana. Did Eishlakish speak in the street with Rabbi Bachana? Umar Rabbi Lazar, did Maradar di Yisrael. Rabbi Lazar ben Pedas, the Amira, who was considered Maradar di Yisrael. He was the most, the greatest person in Klai Yisrael. Hava, v'loy hava mishtai, Eishlakish ba'adei. Eishlakish didn't talk to him in the street. Why? An amazing thing. The man, the mishtai, Eishlakish ba'adei bishok. Someone that Rish Lakish spoke with in the street, Yahavule Iska Beloy Sade. You could invest with him without Adam. You don't need a contract. You could just say Rish Lakish spoke to him in the street. You should know he's an honest guy. Just could deal with him and you don't have to worry about contracts. So he spoke to Rabbi Bachana. He didn't speak to Rabbi Loza or Rish Lakish in the street. He spoke to him in He didn't speak to him in the street because anyone that spoke to Rabbi Loza in the, to Rish Lakish in the street, you knew he was honest and vice versa he held the Rabbi Lazar wasn't on that level and immediately he didn't want to talk to him in the street Rabbi Bechana who was a Talmud who was the next generation Rabbi Lazar was Talmud Rabbi Echana Rabbi Bechana was younger than Rabbi Lazar he should Rabbi Yishlakish should speak with Rabbi Bechana Fred Papa Shadi to put somebody else in the story Either it was Rishlakish and it was Ziri Ziri was the person that he spoke to and Ziri was a very great person so Rish Lakish could have spoken to him. Oh, Rabbi Bechana, have Rabbi Lazar, or was Rabbi Lazar was swimming in the garden, and he spoke to Rabbi Bechana. So think about that for a second. Rish Lakish used to be a bandit. You couldn't trust him with 10 cents. And when he did tshuva, someone that he spoke to, you could give a, you could give an ace, uh, you could give money to without aid. There's no one else, there's no other Amaira that the Gemara says about it. Even Rabbi Yechana, the Gemara doesn't say, Rabbi Yechana talks to you, you give without aid. You see the power of tshuva. Rabbi does tshuva, he became the, like the most Erlacha person in the history of Klai Yisrael. Reish Lakish speaks to you in the street, you can invest with the guy without Adam, you know, he's glad, he's clear. You see the power of tshuva from Reish Lakish.